do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bardorf and Rusty Nixon. everyone sorry hang on talk a little more it is thursday august the 19th and rusty and i are here today to entertain you no to educate you no to help your day go along a little bit faster we're here uh sorry i had to adjust (laughs) your mic it was set for oh mark mark last night so it was cleared down at like minus five (laughs) Um, so I had to get it back up where you could be heard. Ah, very good. Yeah. Um, we, I am going to sneak out of the show early today, uh, about 10 o'clock or right there after, because they are hosting a press conference at the Marshall County Sheriff's Department on the missing 11-month-old baby uh, from Plymouth, I, you know, the the press release from Plymouth Police Chief Dave, Dave Bacon uh, about, I don't know, 1130 last night said, basically, due to recent developments in the case of Mercedes Lane, there will be a press briefing at the Marshall County Sheriff's Department this morning at 1030 a.m. So I have to get out there for that, but uh, we'll see where things go. Hopefully, it will be positive news. And I guess in some some ways, any news could be positive news. If they found her alive, that is fantastic. If they have found her dead, at least there can be some some answers for the family. So and some answers for anything, the justice system. Yes, yeah. Anything. Any news. Is better than not knowing and and waiting. So um, I will sneak out of there. Marsha County Commissioner Kevin Overmeyer is going to come in, um, and we were going to, and oh we still God, are going him to again. Yeah, well, just... I just I knew we didn't have anybody, and <sighs> I thought, well, we definitely don't have anybody <laughs> if we ask him to come in. I I thought um, since we had a special commissioners meeting yesterday on the courthouse bell tower i thought or clock tower i thought maybe just have him in for a few minutes to kind of talk about uh the news that was presented and discuss uh, yeah. some of the details about it so yeah, uh, I'll, i won't i won't keep you guys in expense uh, suspense uh they need another 1.5 million dollars to fix what's wrong with the bell tower and basically Everything underneath the clock down to, I won't say the roof line, but just above the roof line has to be replaced on the outside, the external part of it. Um, If you look at the pictures, I don't know if you can 
you know, especially now that they have all the scaffolding up over it, but there are like columns there and um, those columns are made of wood. And so that all, the, all of that has to be replaced. There are places where it, um, it's louvered, just like, you know, sometimes you have louvered doors in a closet, which means that they're slatted. Instead of being a solid surface, there's little slats there that you could almost like, um, like on a window blind, you can actually make them go up and down with a bar. Um, the, oh, but they're wooded called. slats, louvered, okay. yes. Um, and they really are louvered. There's nothing behind those. Yeah, They're louvered at right. an angle down, so weather doesn't go in, but there's nothing there protecting it. So I know one of the things they talked about is they're actually going to put up wood plywood that is treated or whatever, weather-resistant plywood, and then they're going to wrap it in that plastic wrap they put around houses. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I don't. It's not Visqueen, but anyway. And then they will put all the decorative stuff up, um, because that that decorative portion of it basically is just screwed into the studs that are there holding up the build the the top of it. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. It it is a lot of money, and um, but mm. I don't know that you have a a real alternative. Well, there's always an alternative. Whether it's what you want to do is the question. I mean, well, we could do nothing and it could just fall in. I've said it before just cut the whole thing flat off and just lay a tarp over the hole, and there you're fixed. It's done. And you have a pool on the. Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, that's an option. Third floor. (laughs) Like we did up here. That's exactly how I created the pool up here on the 75th floor. We just cut the roof off and laid a a tarp down. Now, I think a lot of us have seen that clock tower for a lot of years we know what it looks like but we haven't paid attention well, to it we have but here's the thing it's something i noticed the other day and it was before all this went crazy once they started taking the paint off that you could tell from the street that there that were- it was not in good shape i mean it looked bad um and you want in my mind as i was looking at it, I was like, how did that even st- Stay up there. The paint held that it in long. place. It's like the paint was holding it there. <laughs> I think in some ways that's it what it was. Very clear that that paint was masking a huge issue because once they started taking that off, you could tell it was like, holy cow, is it even safe to be up there? I, yeah, I don't. And once again, like I said, there's always an option. It's just what you want to do. I don't understand. I okay, understand was the wrong word. I don't know how you take. <laughs> the branding item of the entire county and just say all right cut it off we're done exactly i mean that's the logo of marshall county is that clock tower so well i, I i'm gonna say there are gonna be some naysayers out there right, or whatever yeah. that are just gonna say you know just you don't have to be all that fancy stuff just put it smooth up there and have the clocks and then the spiral on top and, and be done with it. And it looks I, fine. I, we don't need all that fancy work. I get that. I mean, you know, there are, you make decisions like that with your house. Do we really want to invest the money in this? Well, no. Let's just go with it. I mean. Okay. It's like we need a new roof. Do we put a 20-year shingle on, a 30-year shingle on? A or do we save some shingle? money and do 10? I mean, you or know. Do, or do we go all out right. and we put a metal roof on? Right. You know. I mean, you've got those decisions are always there. But like I said, to what. I guess the question you have to answer is, 
what is the county's <sighs> reputation is too strong a word. What is a county's image in the world worth to you? Is it a nice historically I mean is it Accurate. this is it this sure is it this really we take care of things. We we remember our past and come. To, I mean, is it that kind of thing, or is it like we're fiscally responsible? We don't spend money. We don't. I mean, you you got to decide what you want your image to be. I would like my image to be. We remember the past. We take care of it. We you we see work what I'm to saying? preserve you know, it. We preserve yes. what we've got. And I I don't know. I just I just feel like if you if you diminish that too much you diminish our image to other places yes. i i just I, and i know that's i'm stupid but no. uh, well he kevin will come in and you can ask him about the wood that they're going to actually be using now the county is not having wood shipped in from the netherlands there's actually a distributor in ohio that has the wood oh, here I in was Ohio. Gonna, I was going to offer to to uh, uh, Actually, follow there, I, that through from the Netherlands um, to the... I thought one of the county commissioners, they were hoping it was wood from Germany because then they thought they might go over and, and see how the wood is taken care of. But um, he can talk to you a little bit about the wood. Oh, no, Netherlands um, is much better than Germany. <laughs> and, um, much better. The, and the, you know... You don't, unless you actually sit to take the time and look up there, you don't see all the intricate details that are there. But those are all going to be replicated. And so uh, he's going to talk about that uh, when he comes in. So that'll be a little bit later on in the show. There's other news to talk about, though. Really? Um, I do want to let folks know an update uh on a silver alert from Elkhart County, the 14-year-old Napanee girl who was reported last seen on Tuesday, August the 17th at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, they have canceled uh, that that uh, silver alert. So, obviously, they, unfortunately, they don't give you any details. They just cancel it. So, it's like, okay, well, thank you, but... You know, they don't tell us anything like where she was found or that she was found or any of that stuff. So, yeah, most well. of our other news is going to relate to COVID or a lot of it's going to relate to COVID this morning. Should we have a warning on that? <laughs> I think we <laughs> should um, try to think of what, you know, like they come on with those warnings before uh, movies that you might not appreciate all of on Netflix the or whatever. Or nudity uh, or something yeah. content. Yeah. The following program contains COVID content. Those under 18 must be accompanied by a parent. How about that one? <laughs> okay. If you to, say so. I have to come up with something like that. Um, those under 18 who attend the Plymouth Community School Corporation are wearing masks this morning. Uh, yesterday afternoon... The Plymouth Community School Corporation announced that beginning this morning, all staff and students in grades kindergarten through 12th grade are going to be required to wear a mask. They have put this in place due to the current high positivity rate being experienced here locally in Marshall County. 
Uh, masks are always are also required on buses, which they were doing that at the beginning of this school year already. But uh, the Plymouth Community School Corporation is going to monitor this situation and will post any changes. But uh, as of this morning, it's masks in the Plymouth Community School Corporation. That kind of follows a recommendation from the Marshall County Sheriff's Department that came out last night where Dr. By Byron Hallam, who is the Marshall County Health Officer, urged all schools in Marshall County to mask up. Um, and in the press release, it, it speaks about the increasing numbers of ill individuals, the increasing number of people being tested even. Uh, yesterday, we had, gosh, I need to go to that story. Yesterday, there were 30, 30, 30 positive cases here in Marshall County uh, through the state's website. That's a, a large number of new cases in one day. Uh, fortunately, there were no deaths. So our death total remains at 117 in the county. There were also 62 individuals tested. That is another huge number. And so when you're looking at all of that information together, that has was that's what's caused the Marshall County Health Department to recommend uh, you know, masks for all schools. Now, each school has to make their own decision. It's not a mandate that comes from the health department. There is no mandate that comes from the county commissioners. Right, there's urging is, from the health department, right. but they're not saying you have to. Exactly. The, the health department is recommending to idea. schools yeah. that people wear masks. Um, area uh, hospitals are seeing an increase in the people who are being treated for COVID-19. And basically, everything here in Marshall County is trending in the wrong direction. We are not going the right way. Um, and according to the CDC, that's the the COVID tracker for the nation, uh, like every county in, in Indiana except for two are in the red right now. The other two are in the orange, which indicates the transmissibility of COVID-19 is very high in our state right now. And so one way to avoid that is to start the social distancing again, start the washing the hands again, and start wearing the masks again. Um, the other thing I would say would be get vaccinated if you can. Um, if you haven't been vaccinated, look at that possibility. Do some investigating. When you do your investigating, investigate. Uh, personally, honestly, you can find anything you want on the internet about the COVID vaccine. You can find that it's bad for you. You can find that it's good for you. You can find that it's it's only for old people. You can find that everybody should have it. I mean, you can find whatever. So if I was you, I would contact my local physician and ask them. Do you trust them? I mean, that you Most trust them trust for everything else. So, yes, why would you not trust their recommendation on that? Um, is that you dinging over there? Yes, it is. I All turned right. down my volume. I just... I looked up at mine. I'm like, I have no warnings here. What? What? Why am I hearing this sound? I got it. This down. Okay. 
Um, there is the possibility uh, in the in the school corporations for exemptions uh, for for children, uh, and I assume for teachers too from wearing the mask. Uh, so I'm not sure. My child meets the exemption requirements for wearing a mask to school based on one of the following. Persons with a medical condition, mental health condition, or disability that prevents wearing a face oh. covering. This includes persons with a medical condition for whom wearing a face covering could obstruct breathing or who are unconscious, incapacitated, or otherwise unable to remove the face covering without assistance. Huh. Or persons who are deaf or hard of hearing or communicating with a person who is deaf or hard of hearing where the ability to see the mouth is essential for communications. Or persons who wearing a face covering would create a risk to the person related to their work as determined by local, state, and federal regulations or workplace safety guidelines. And following the last one, mask wearing is in direct conflict with my child's religious beliefs. I'm not sure what religion that would be. Oh, it's the uh, Seventh-day Anti-Maskers. <laughs> uh, free exercise clause of the U.S. Constitution, which protects the right to perform or abstain from performing certain physical acts in accordance with beliefs. Federal statutes, regulation, freedom, restoration acts, support, and protection. So, yeah, I'm not don't, sure. Don't read your which, Bible. It's right there which, in, yes, in, in third right. Fauci. <laughs> Thou shalt not wear a mask under any conditions, especially if that dastardly government tells you to do so. So, yeah, it's right there in the in the Bible. It is? Yeah. I, I missed that part. No, no. Yeah, it's right there. Wow. Right there. Gosh darn it, Rusty. How in the heck did I miss that? Well, I was a Bible scholar in school. In school, so okay, you know, I know it back and forth. <clears throat> You're better than I am. Oh no, 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 no! That's in the Bible too. It says Rusty's not better than anybody. He just can come up with things <laughs> improvisationally a little quicker and gets so, away with it. <laughs> so the recommendations coming out of the Marshall County Health Department for Marshall County schools uh, include. Um, Having everybody, so te teachers, staff members, visitors, uh, and all the students, uh, rather, regardless whether you're vaccinated or not. So let's just say you happen to be going tonight, which the ball, the volleyball game's away, I know, because I'm just playing. But you go to the volleyball game tonight, which is not here, but uh, you're going to have to wear a mask. You can't walk in the door and show your vaccine card and and be allowed to be maskless. People are going to have to wear a mask. They also are encouraging testing, ventilation, hand washing, and respiratory etiquette, which basically means, you know, cough in your shoulder, cough in your elbow, don't be coughing in your hands. Um, if you're the same old thing, if you're feeling sick, stay home. If there's a chance that you have COVID, get tested. Um, they, they are doing a combination of quarantine and isolations, uh, additional cleaning to keep schools safe. Uh, I know I heard in the car this morning, 
uh, that there are a lot of students out at Jefferson Elementary School and the high school right now uh, due to COVID-19. Um, and I, I also, well, I, I always don't know how much I should say. I know there are some folks that are having to quarantine as well, because not because certainly. of a positive test, but because of contact tracing. Right. Which they, they know somebody who has, and so they've been around somebody, and, so, and that that contact is fifteen. It's accumulative minutes. Right. So if you let's just say you're at school, your best friend uh, doesn't come to school tomorrow today because they have COVID, and yesterday you ate lunch with them in the cafeteria, sitting beside them. You've got your fifteen minutes, yeah, or you. You talk to them in the hallway as you were passing three or four different times during the school day. You you have had right. contact with them. So um, it it's just it's just a, a precaution that needs to be examined. And people are just going to have to step up and go back to the mask routine. Um, the recommendations from the Marshall County Health Department are going to remain in effect until Marshall County returns to the blue zone. Get this, not per the Indiana map, but per the C- CDC COVID data tracker. And, and because they show us, uh, the map, uh, Indiana map shows Marshall County in yellow right now. Um, at least as of yesterday, we were yellow where the state is showing Marshall County in red or the, the nation is showing us in red. So uh, the Marshall County Health Department does not want to close schools. Education of our children is of the utmost importance. However, if absenteeism rates surge, action will have to ensue. ensure. So uh, ensue. So that, you know, I mean, if we start to see large numbers, then they're going to have to make some other changes. Um, and it, and we talk about this in schools, but these principles that they have laid out are beneficial and can be used throughout the county, not just in the schools. So places where you have gatherings of large number of people, which could be in a factory situation. Um, I can remember going when it initially came out they kind of did the break room thing that they wanted uh industry to break up you know so not not 20 people are sitting in the break room at the same time to allow smaller groups to go so they can social distance themselves uh well your contact tracing becomes a little easier then too if you don't have quite so many people that you're going to have to chase down that that's a plus for sure well, it's okay. I, I, I'm. I never leave the house, and I'm never around anybody, and I'm always six feet away. So, <laughs> I'm. I'm perfect for a You're pandemic. You're in your bubble. My social life is perfect for a pandemic. Just perfect. <laughs> always has been. Well, you're lucky. Mm. That you I have would say a perfect. Yes, yes, I am. I am. I'm a you lucky know, man. You know, I have to go to that press conference. <sighs> I'm just wondering if probably ought to have a maybe mask. Maybe I should Kevin. wear a mask. Yeah, you probably ought to. I mean, just to be sure. Yeah, just to be safe. Um, also, yesterday from the St. Joe Health Systems, 
uh, which runs the hospital here in Marshall County um, and also a hospital up in St. Joe County. They are, are urging all community members to take steps to limit the spread of COVID-19. Uh, most importantly for them is for folks to get vaccinated. Um, and they, uh, they also are encouraging the physical distancing, masking indoors, regardless of whether you have been vaccinated or not. Um, so they kind of go on to talk a little bit about some of the numbers. And just a month ago, basically, we were like almost totally in the clear. I mean, we were seeing one positive case or two positive cases a day. Uh, you know, our numbers were almost back to zero. But if you look at the graph that they provided, uh, you can see that hospitalizations have increased. So on July 12th, there were only 39 active cases and eight hospitalizations. 39 active cases, eight hospitalizations. On the... 16th, so that, that was Monday. On Monday, there were 207 active cases and 60 hospitalizations. So, I mean, we have taken a dramatic jump up. Um, and so anybody who is interested in getting a COVID vaccine, you can go to ourshot.in.gov and get registered. Uh, to get a shot. Uh, you can get a shot at the Marshall County Health Department, although I do know they've changed. Uh, the last I saw, they are only doing shots on Mondays instead of Mondays and Wednesdays because people aren't going, unfortunately. Now, I know that uh, uh, my son got his last one when he was up here at the the health department when they opened that thing. Well, that's know. good. Um, well, he had to. He went on a trip so he needed to have that completed um i don't know i i have they you know that's another can of worms well i'm gonna say have they opened it up for your third one yet because i'm okay the information is what i want i don't know um when i'll go ahead and take the you know i'm i'm a i'm a sheep that's all i am i'm just a (laughs) I, that makes me laugh when people say that because anybody that knows me at all knows you're not. I have a rather healthy dislike and also disrespect for authority. So <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the fact that you would say that about me shows me that you probably don't even know who I am by <laughs> sight. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's not. Uh, I'll get it because I want people around me to be safe, and you know I. I'm kind of fatalistic. I feel like my fate is out of my hands. I've kind of handed but that I, over to a higher power, but I don't want to be the murder weapon for, for somebody, somebody else. else. So exactly. I'm not interested in that, you know. And um, so that's that's where my decision process is being made. But I'll I'll go get it. But I what I heard yesterday it was a doctor talking on. Uh, I forget which. It's probably NPR was talking about how this they've done this a little bit strange anyway. And the hope was that they would push herd immunity along faster. Because normally when you want a, a vaccine to have its full overpowering effect, 
you space out that booster shot further. They, You're saying eight months after right. your last And that's one. normally what you would do with a vaccine. You'd get the first one, and then they'd space it out about six months or so before you got the second one. There was a – and I, I should listen closer. I got to I gotta just let the wheel go when I'm driving and listen closely <laughs> to the radio. Um, something about they moved it up. There was a specific reason why they made the, the jump time so short. Yeah, because um, it wasn't – Three weeks. It was three weeks, yeah, and normally weeks. they would space that out quite a ways because it gives it more. The second one has more impact and it has a longer lasting effect. So uh, this third one is basically kind of what they're doing. Or you wait eight months, and it, at that point you should. I don't know, but it it made sense to me the way they explained it. Um, but I'm you know. What? I think what I heard on TV was it will be available like. September 20th or something like yeah. that. Um, it'll be available. Now, the. And I understand the other part of that, too. There's some people upset. Well, you've got millions and millions of people that haven't even gotten one yet all over the world. Why are we getting four or three or six or whatever we end up getting before anybody else gets one? Well, it's not that we're hoarding them well, by I'm, any means. Uh, we have We have provided millions of vaccines to these poorer countries. Um, for their citizens, I don't know. I don't know what they're expecting us to do: uh, load up in airplanes and go travel around and 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 give the shot too. I mean, if if you provided a country with the vaccine, can they not figure out how to disperse that themselves and get it to where it really needs? I mean, that's what we've done. You know, look right here in the United States. Not everybody who wanted the vaccine had the opportunity to get it at the beginning. First off, you had to be 80 and older, I think. Then the next one was 70 and older. And then the next one was 65 and older because I couldn't get that one. (laughs) Then they went to the 60 and older. You know, I mean, we have done it gradually to to get it to those who are most impacted by it. Um, And it took a long time. Before we got to 18 and older and then 12 and older. So, you know, it's not that we're hoarding the vaccine here in the United States. We have provided vaccine to other countries. Uh, I don't know what they want us to do, but it's here. And if if it's here, I'm going to take my my booster. I'm going to get the booster when it when it comes time. But um. I got another press release yesterday. It was a day of press releases yesterday from the Marshall County Health Department. Um, and it actually, I believe, comes from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. And it was an, an advisory uh, about the third dose of vaccine. And um, and who is going to be um, eligible, I'll say, uh, to get it in the first go-arounds or whatever. So uh, when it starts up, it, I think it's going to be the same way. It's not going to be everybody running in all at once. Uh, who they're most looking at are people who have a severely uh, compromised immune system. Right. So anybody who is actively having cancer treatments are going to be one of those Um 
anybody who has received an organ transplant and are taking medications that suppress their immune system so that they don't have rejection of that organ transplant. Um, Anybody who has received a stem cell transplant within the last two years uh, and they're taking that suppression medication, they are the ones who need to look at it. There are some severe immune deficiency uh, syndromes out there that would be qualified for that or advanced or untreated HIV infections, uh, active treatment with high doses of uh, some kind of corrodostoids and other drugs. Anybody who is on drug drugs that suppress <clears throat> your immune response are going to be the first ones uh, who are going to be allowed to get that booster shot. We have a familiar voice on the uh, phone line today. Uh, caller. Hey. How are you? Oh, not bad. I'm just kind of looking. we got a bus over here across the caddy corner over here. I'm trying to figure out what the heck that's all about, but I don't know. <laughs> over by the barber shop? Yeah, well, across the street, it's a red, white, and blue bus. So I'm not sure what that means, but, you know, a bunch of old guys. I mean, you know, well. <laughs> Uh-oh, be <laughs> careful. Who are you <laughs> calling <laughs> old? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah. You know what? The, the older I get, I'm finding out that age is relative. Yes. Oh, my. Hey, I wanted to call, um, and, 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 you know, I know you've been talking about COVID this morning, but I saw something this morning on the way to to work. Yeah? Scared the living kajibis out of me, Uh, and I I saw a little girl, looked to me about junior high age, Yeah. um, just about got hit on a bicycle. Oh, no. And it would have been her fault. I mean, it would, you know, the, she, she goes zipping across the intersection there at Michigan and Jefferson and wasn't, wasn't looking. She just zipped. And this guy, thankfully, saw her. I mean, he missed her by about a foot and a half. And I tell you what, my stomach was churning. I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I'm going to see this kid get splattered. You know, I thought, oh, my gosh. So people, if you got kids riding, kids, you know, bicycles in school, Please tell them to be careful when they're crossing intersections. My gosh. (sighs) Well, you know, that's that's a bad one, too, because if you're coming from the south and heading northbound, you want to make that right-hand turn to get down Jefferson Street to get over to the schools. Um, You can turn right on a red light, but you've got to keep your eyes open for people crossing the street. You betcha. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was was, uh, like, oh, my gosh, it was close. Uh, about, about a good foot and a half, uh, you know, a foot and a half closer, and somebody would have been in the hospital. Just kind of like, oh, my word. Yeah, well, so. let's give credit where credit's due, too. I mean, we're warned all the time. You can't take for granted what a kid's going to do. you got to be aware yeah, in your car. Driver, and evidently, that driver right. was, so good Thank job by goodness. the driver. Yeah, yeah, expect the unexpected, and, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, so... Yeah, my uh, my uh, my grandson was the one that got sent home uh, from Jefferson the other day in the first grade. Yes. And uh, so it's just kind of like, yeah, my daughter was a little bit livid about that. You know, she said, you know, so she had to take him out and get him tested. And we haven't got the results back from that. But he had COVID last year when I did. 
Oh, okay. And so, you know, so hopefully he's safe, but, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, my gosh, you know. But somebody why? in the classroom yeah, ended up positive. Yeah, the little girl sitting right beside him, you know, just kind of like, okay, why, if you got a, if you're pretty sure you got a sick kid, why would you send him to school? Well, you <laughs> know, yeah, that's one of the big things is, <sighs> you know, the thing is, though, and uh, my my great-granddaughter, who is five, has it right now, and, um, the only thing she has is a sore throat. Really? Yeah. 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 She doesn't have any other symptoms. So, you know, if you tell, yep. you know, moms and dads are just going to, if your kid says, my throat hurts or my I, my ear hurts or I'm tired or something like that, you're better sure. off just to keep yep. them home for a day or yep. two and see than take yep. a chance of infecting a whole classroom of kids oh absolutely yeah i guess they sent home a whole uh, kindergarten class so uh yeah so i don't know i don't know what that means but, kathy uh, how would that have worked in your day and uh, my not day at all my kids went to the school unless they were throwing up had a temperature I, or had diarrhea i would have woke up said mom i have a sore throat get up you're going to school you can yeah, walk oh, yeah. yeah yep you're right <laughs> We had to go to school. If we were we were half dead, we still had to go to school. Yep, that's right. We don't sound like those old people who went back and <laughs> really? forth uphill both ways, do we? Not yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. That was barefoot too. Oh yeah, it was in in snow up to your chin. Yep, you uh, got it, man. I tell you what. <laughs> I was telling somebody that tractor supply the other day. I was out there and I teased. It was Saturday and I teased this little girl out there, about a second grader or so, first grader. And I said, "How come you're not in school today?" And she, she said, well, it's Saturday. I said, that man, when I was your age, we went to school seven days a week. And the dad turned around and he said, yeah, you had to walk uphill both ways, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, shoot, yeah. <laughs> well, my. So, hey, we got football tomorrow night, huh? Yeah, we do. Woohoo! Wow, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. forget, tonight we're going to have all the coaches on talking about their Friday games. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, cool. And I would Good assume deal. you're going to have to wear a mask at the football field on Friday night. Oh, I got to figure that out. I would, I would assume that, too. I would not take that for granted. So, yeah. Well, maybe wonder, maybe not once you're there because I'm not sure. If you're seated and you can be social distanced. And you're with your group. Group. You're probably going to be okay once we'll you get in. We'll have to check with the AD. Yeah, he'll. He you needs know, to the let other know. thing. This we should, don't need really talk about this on the air. But the other thing is, if we need to get some plexiglass to separate you from whoever you sit next to, uh, to give us a space between, you know, because you can't really space out too far in the press box. Well, but I don't we know how many buy, people are going to have in there tomorrow. Plex, plexiglass. Uh, we'll get that so that it gives you a little more protection if. If they believe uh, that, it's necessary. It's more glass to protect Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that you lizard. Better, I've got that lizard skin. Nothing affects you better, me. Uh, yeah. You better get some bulletproof. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bulletproof would be nice, Kathy. Can we get I, a oh, Can we get a bulletproof bubble that I could walk in everywhere uh, no, I go? No. Okay. But I was um, thinking maybe we'll just get a tent and set it up on the roof up there. And oh. we can put you outside in the tent up above because there is a viewing stage up above the press box. You could sit in that tent and do it. It's it's hard enough for me to climb climb all those steps to get up to the <laughs> oh, press box. Oh yeah, no joke. Okay. On the roof. <laughs> in uh, in September. It's okay. It's okay. Early October. Probably. It's gonna most of the time be okay. By the end yeah, of October. October. 
And into no. early November? Yeah. No. <laughs> not yeah. going to happen. Oh, I could maybe yeah. get a little heater in there for you. It's something. not just that. You know what? I, October <laughs> in northern Indiana is monsoon season. Oh, my. Well, yep, Ted, yep. as long as you don't touch the sides, it's not supposed to get wet. Uncle, oh, Uncle Doug, protect I remember, me. Yeah, I know. I tell you what, I can remember going to a football game that, I mean, it was. It started raining, and then it was borderline snow, and, oh. I mean, people were leaving left and right, and after a while, it got to be a contest to see who's going to be the last people to leave. <laughs> the only one I remember is a number of Tom Condon was still coaching. We're playing Goshen. And it's raining so I, – I never – in those days, I wasn't on the radio. I was just covering for the paper, and I never would sit in the press box, ever, because I never felt like you got a feel for what was really going on in the game unless you were walking the sideline. Yep. So this particular game, I went to the press box because I could – obviously, there was no – it was raining so hard, you couldn't see the field from the press box. Oh, my, yeah. That might have been the game. I don't remember now who was playing, but oh, and my God. And the game yeah. went on. They kept playing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting there. I think uh, Judy Delp was, I don't know who all we had under our umbrella, but we had a big <laughs> umbrella. I mean, we must have had eight people under that umbrella. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was. Oh, my uh, gosh. It was crazy. It was amazing. I had never seen, and they they finish a game. I mean, obviously, there's no lightning. There was no reason why they had to stop. And yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I but I tell you, it was it was hard to cover a game you couldn't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm kind of wondering what the uh, I'm kind of wondering what you're going to hear when you go to the sheriff's department at ten thirty, Kathy. I uh, I don't expect any good news to come out of this i really you know, don't. that's I just, honestly that's the way unfortunately that i i am feeling in my heart that it is not going to be good news yep yep yep, yep, uh, yep. which is which is going to be sad but uh yeah yeah i tell you well i could uh i could off the air i could tell you how to get this guy to talk but you know it's kind of like yeah i <laughs> People on the air wouldn't want to hear how, what I wanted to say about that. So, so <laughs> you spent time uh, in Guantanamo? Is that what you're telling yeah, me? No, but no, but I, you know, I've watched enough uh, movies. That <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I tell you what. Oh my god! I, I yeah. have another. I have another friend who actually said yesterday. I, you know, the bonds for those three who are sitting in the Marsh County Jail have only been $1,500. And they actually thought maybe they would like to go bond one of them out and then do their own interrogation of that person uh -huh. once they got them bonded out. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I'll tell you what, with a, with a baseball bat. Uh, well, <laughs> if that's what it took, probably. Yeah. You got it. Yep, you got it. Yep. So, anyhow. All right. Well, hey, I'll let you guys go. But, yeah, I tell you, anybody that's got kids going to school on bikes or even walking, tell them to be careful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anywho. Right. Very good. Thank All you, right. Uncle Doug. Talk to you guys. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, you want to put me in an ultraviolet bubble? Well, it's clear all the way around. You got room for a table and a chair in there now. Why it not, be, Joe? Why is it, it me that you want to put? It might be a little tight for both of you to be in there. <laughs> I want to see you and Joe both in this. Oh, one. that no, not in that one. <laughs> you Everybody's going to want to make sure they have a shower. You but. would need the triple X version of that. <laughs> uh, 
No, there was no way you could get, but I'm not sure you could get me in there. Oh, I think we could. I'd have to go uh, on a go on a very crash diet. I, I'm just wondering if you if you zipped it closed so you were totally encased, what would the sound be for broadcast? Would it be would it be clear enough, or would there be too much echo in there? I don't know, since it's a plastic, I'm not sure. Oh well, we should probably line it with foam. <laughs> well, then you can't the see sound. out. <laughs> <sighs> But, you know, if worse comes to worse... I think I'm going to be fine. <laughs> if worse comes to worse for basketball season, that might be a... Po- a, a tent. A, a possibility. Yes. All uh, right. Well. Yeah. I don't know. It seems to me like a, a rather unneeded expense, but... Uh, well, it's not very expensive. Only 100 bucks. You're worth okay. it. You're worth it. Hundred bucks is life changing money for me, Kathy. Oh, uh, you're worth it, Rusty. <laughs> Hundred bucks is wor- life changing money for me. Gosh, here's a portable uh, pop up greenhouse gardening one that's only twenty bucks. So I, I could get two of them and put well, you, you in only, there together. You only got to put plants in that one. Well, it, it may be a gardening thing, but it, it, you know, it would be okay for you. I want to put Rusty in this at the ball games. So that he's protected from COVID. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, she she had to bring that up, didn't she? Well, oh, we've been talking about it. You haven't been listening. About no, we've been talking about. He's been for in about a meeting. I was in a meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's right. been the discussion this morning is about COVID, and and we clearly stated um, while the Plymouth Community School Corporation has gone to the full masks for everybody, um, that is totally a decision that is going to be made by individual businesses and organizations and companies and not be made by the Marsh County Health Department or the Marsh County Commissioners at this time, at least. I mean, if we would get into a full-blown, horrible situation, it may change. But with what is happening now, there are ways to stop it. We know what those ways are to slow the spread and if people can't be common sense enough to to do a few simple things, you know, it's just... Well, I I, I heard yesterday that <laughs> there were some comments that were made that, well, instead of us making the, the decision, why don't the county commissioner just put the mask mandate in? Well, we're not, we're not going to do that. And, and, and let's just like Kathy said, if if something else happens, but at this not time, we are not doing that. Uh, I understand that Walmart has requested all their employees wear a mask. I know when you go into Lowe's, those people are wearing masks, their employees. Businesses are making those decisions. If you own a business and you want your employees to wear a mask, then have them wear a mask or... If you feel more comfortable with when people come into your business to have a mask on, then put a sign up. But at this point in time, we're not doing that. <clears throat> and I think that we we all a, you a, know we have individual rights. Yes. But we also have a, a mind that you can make a decision for yourself. <laughs> yeah, we all have a brain up. We there. all have a brain, and let's use it. Don't if, if don't say feel, that so quickly. It, 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 <laughs> Well, except don't, you know, there's one. There's one, ex- there's one exception Justin. here. There's one we exception here. We didn't say here. how big 
think your brain was, Rusty. We just said we all have a brain. You know, some are larger uh, that's than others. Too, that's too big a blanket statement for me. Knowing people the way I know them, that's that's just a little too generous in some cases. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't mean we, to. Ruin you know, it. we were gone this weekend, and we went to a different town, and you know, we went into a restaurant. We put a mask on when we walked in. It wasn't required. Was anybody that, else having a mask on? There were other people had okay. masks on when they walked in. That's good. And, but, you know, it's that's what I wanted to do, and that's what Melody felt that we should do. So that's what we did when we walked in. It's got a in personal and sat preference. Down. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. So you just have to be aware of your surroundings. Well, what it really means is I've got to get my masks out of the bottom of my purse, wash them up again. And start, yeah, I had know. a load of masks yesterday. Uh, it's exactly what I You know, a lot I of had. people I, have shoved them back into the glove box or, you Mine's know. hanging on the gear shift lever. Well, I had one in my car that I just left there because I yep. figured there's yep. going to be a time Always every safe, now and then. Right? I was actually have it with me. And, and I got it out to put it on. Uh no, I I didn't wear it. I I, I <laughs> didn't. It's like oh, that doesn't look. No, right I looked at it. and it, Yeah, it needed needed to be washed. Yeah, I, I have some of that. But you called me yesterday and wanted me to come in because you didn't have a guest. Yes, we didn't. And you wanted to talk about something. We want to talk about the, the courthouse. But <laughs> Not to shut you off, but yeah. we do have I'm a, a uh, we have a caller here, real quick. Call you on the air. Yes, I've uh, debated about calling, but I feel that I want to put it out there, okay. so I will. Um, you're talking about the COVID and being careful and all of that, and I support that 100%. Um, the Blueberry Festival, why are we going to have tens of thousands of people brought into the community when we're spiking? And we say, you know, well, we got to trust people to do what's right. But unfortunately, the ones that don't believe in getting vaccinated also don't believe in wearing masks. And many of them think that this is just a big hoax. It's not a hoax. I've known people that have almost died, and I've known people that have died from it. And to bring in all of those people from all over, I know it, it takes a big economic impact out of our community. But isn't it worth it to not have it if it's going to save lives? I know I'm not going to be popular with this opinion, but, you know, I'm taking caution to stay away from big crowds, and just bringing this into our neighborhood really scares me. Uh, I have to say that's a valid question to ask. You're asking the wrong person. But, yeah, I don't have anything to do with. But it is a valid question. It is a valid question, but I don't have anything to do with the Blueberry Festival. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're finding trying to find ways to make it safer at ball games and do all of that, and that's not near as many people. And you can't social distance in there, and and people won't wear masks. How many people in the grocery store wear masks, and are they vaccinated? No, the ones that are vaccinated, we're the ones that wear the masks to protect ourselves from the ones right. So, anyways, it's it's just some. I know it's a fun event. I know it's a money maker event, and all of that. But I think of when they had the motorcycle group over in South Dakota, and it just 
broke loose over there afterwards. And that's my fear, that if we bring in all of these people from all over, and we've had hundreds of thousands of people, yes, I can stay away, and yes, I will stay away. But I, I worry for my community and what will happen. Enough said. Have a good day. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for the call. Thank you. Now, um, yesterday you did have Blueberry on. Yeah. Was there any discussion at all about COVID during that conversation? They're going to have the normal precautions. They'll have uh, the hand sanitizer. They're okay. going to, you know, they're going to encourage folks to social distance. But and obviously at this point, Marshall County is still yellow. So as long as they provide a lot of, you know, they're going to ask people to social distance and all. They're going to ask people, I'm sure, to wear a mask. They'll provide hand sanitizer. If we move into orange or if we buy the Blueberry Festival, would move into red. Uh, you know, the Blueberry Festival is closely watching what is happening with right. the COVID in, in Marshall County. And they will make a, a determination. It's not like, oh, we can't stop it now because well, they if, can if stop it, it just a couple of days ahead of time. If it gets to that point. Right. Uh, so, Caller, you're on the air. Yeah, I totally agree with the lady that just last uh, called last. I mean, I'm wearing a mask in Walmart and Kroger's and wherever, and I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm not going to take a chance. And I just wish we'd be more serious about this. I know very educated people who won't do a thing. To me, that's selfishness. Well. So, and then on, on this little girl, I have always said the way people treat little children and animals is the way they should, the punishment they should receive. Huh? It's sickening. It's sickening. That's all I got to say. All righty. Thank you for your comments. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <clears throat> Well, I think I think she does. The first caller brings it's a valid question. Yes, it certainly is, and a valid concern. Um, and you know, I do, I do imagine that we will see less people I don't at know. the festival. I don't know. I think really? we're going to see more than ever. I do really you? do. I think. Okay, I, this is not an opinion. It's not anything. Just observe. People are tired of it. They're ready to be done with it, and they don't care if it's over with or not. They're done with it. Well, I know. What and was so, that big thing they had in Chicago? The big music Wallapalooza thing? The biker uh, event in uh, Sturgis. Sturgis. Um, both of them had spikes. Disney's been open. I mean, you know, people are, are done with it, and they don't care if it's done. They're just done with it. They're ready to go on. <laughs> So, tell me you don't get that feeling. I mean, you, I you open up a yes. festival and ten times the amount of people come to it, knowing that this is going on. So, I I really feel like people are just finished with it. And there's really no way on that festival, there's no way they can limit the number of people right. who come in because it's not a gated festival by no. any means. Well, ours is not either. I mean, you're yeah. going to have to pay to yeah, get in. exactly. So, no, I understand, and, and it's like, that's why I came to the conclusion the other day, you know. I got my vaccines. I wear my mask. I'll stay six feet away from you. Believe me, I don't want to be within six feet of anybody. Good luck to you. I, I'm I'm done fighting with you. Good luck to you. Somebody needs to make a T-shirt that says Good on the front and the back. No, you know, I, I'm social distancing, are you, or something like that. Keep six feet away from well, me. Well, I want the whatever. suit I saw in the, in the middle of the pandemic, the guy that had the six-foot poles all the way around him <laughs> and, you know so you couldn't get within six feet of him i'm like yeah i'm okay with that just stay away from me 
Well, why don't we do a break? Uh, we've got a couple of prizes we're going to give away today. And then yeah, we do. I'm going to take off, and you and Commissioner Overmeyer can talk about the clock tower okay. of the Marshall County Courthouse. You okay with that? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Do I have, do a, I have choice? a choice? You got nothing to do, right? No, you got I, nothing to do I, with your day. I, I'm on a very limited time here, so. Um, what do you want to give away first? Your choice. Uh, let's give away a vacation. Your choice. She's leaving. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's give away a vacation then. Uh, Indiana Caverns Holiday World. I got vouchers for two people to go to each. And if you are lucky, caller number lucky seven. Uh, lucky seven. Nine three six four zero nine six nine three six four zero nine six. Lucky seven heading to Southern Indiana for some vacation time. Wasn't the Reese movie Back to the Future mm. great fun in the park? Mm. Hope they do it again. Yes, but now they're interested in feeding us in August. There are two different food fundraisers for the Reese. That's cool. Like what? Ice cream and pulled pork. Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Homemade ice cream served at our farmer's market Saturday, August 21st from 8 a.m. till noon. And it will be made with a hit and miss engine? Did you say engine? Uh Uh-huh. That's better than the hand cranking process, Uh, I guess. I want to see that. (laughs) Well, it just takes a donation to get your bowl of homemade ice cream. And our local Dairy Queen will be matching all donations that day. Did I hear pulled pork too? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Pulled pork sandwich fundraiser with Bob's Cafeteria on East Jefferson Mm. and Bruce's Big Grill. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, August 24th for lunch from 11 to 1 or supper 4.30 to 6.30. Isn't that an annual event with Mm. the Reese? Yes. Great pulled pork for like 10 bucks? Yes it is. Ooh, buy tickets at Coffee Lodge or Bow and Printing or you can call the man. Mm. Two eight six two three nine one. You could say we're supported and pulled for the reach. Yes, yes, yes. Get it? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. All the way to opening day. Oh, calendar out. Ice cream at the farmer's market. Yes. August twenty first. Mm-hmm. And pulled pork, mm-hmm. August twenty fourth. Yes. Check. Mm-hmm. Good eating. Thanks, Thanks to the Reese. Want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. Radio the way it should be. It should be. My grandfather's clock was too large for the shelf, so it stood mighty years on the floor. It was taller by half. Than the old man himself, though it weighed not a penny weight more. You're tuned to FM 106.1 and AM 1050 WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And what's your opinion? Phone lines are open at 574-936-4096. So call now and join the fun. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. 
should have uh, hired Johnny Cash to take care of this for you. I should have. He's got some experience with old clocks. So, so let's uh, get into this. You, uh, do you have a crystal ball or something? Because about a week ago, how much did you how much did you ask the council to appropriate? And then one point five, and then bang, it's what one point four. 1.49. That's a good six. guess. That was a good guess. <laughs> That's not bad at all. Well, um, oh, I should say you, Rosa. Th- congratulations for winning our <clears throat> thing. But when uh, you start talking to uh, Brian and Stahl from, he's the guy that's going to be doing all the woodworking and with Jamie and. Uh, we knew it was going to be expensive. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it was a uh, it was a wild ass guess. Uh, I th- we just wanted to be safe and not sorry <laughs> at a you know exactly. I, I didn't want to say uh, well I didn't want to come in at one po- one million and ask for a million and then oh we're yeah. off yeah. half a million so I had to go so it's easier just to ask for more and uh, hopefully you don't use it all yeah but. Uh, no, it was just a. I don't. Okay, now I'm going to ask you, and this is something that I noticed. I I don't know how anybody who's lived here for any length of time. I mean, you you everybody's seen it. Everybody knows what the clock tower looks like. And when they started taking the paint off that, that's I'm like, when, oh my god, you can see it from the street. That's how when that's everything gotten. came to light. Yeah, when they started taking the paint. Uh, when they started doing that, they started noticing things, and Jerry took his screwdriver up there, a regular old <laughs> screwdriver, yeah. and he, he could just push the blade all the way to the top of the screwdriver, and that wood is just that rotted up there. And you have to remember, it's 150 years well, old. Yeah. So um, they came. we had a special meeting yesterday. Um, Brian Stahl and Jamie from Midwest came in and gave us a presentation um, on what it's going to take to fix this, um, they're going to be using Akoya wood, which is, it's a yellow pine. It's growing in New Zealand. It gets shipped to Belgium or the Netherlands. And then they have a process over there where they take all the fungi. They take oh, all okay. the, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. basically, when it's done, it's just a piece of wood right with, with no um, other things that are sure going to cause it to deteriorate over over the years right um so that just that wood was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, two forty or something like somewhere in there and that's you know it's gonna have to be shipped over here in a overseas container then it will be transported to ohio Troy, Ohio, where Brian has his shop, and then they'll start doing all the intricacies of the woodwork up there, and everything that is up there now will be replicated by Brian over in Troy, Ohio. So a lot of the intricacies that are in the woodwork up there, you won't notice any difference from when it was first built until it's done um and you know it is a lot of money um 
it won't be done until probably the end of July next year. Um, they they are continuing to work up there, as you can still see the scaffolding all the way up right. there to the top of the sphere, uh, up there that ball. <clears throat> but they have been painting that. Uh, they've been doing restoration up there on that part, and they they're trying to get all that work up above the clock face so that we can reduce our scaffolding up there before this winter because yeah. we're just going to leave the scaffolding up uh, because if we took it down a lot more money a lot more money yeah. so we're just going to pay a monthly rental fee um, all the walkways and all that stuff will have to be taken down because it's not snow rated <laughs> well i think you know it can handle maybe an inch or two of snow on that scaffolding but uh, other than that you're asking for problems so uh, but it'll just be the skeleton of the scaffolding that will remain there through the winter and they will probably plan on coming back first of may uh, they'll have to have a couple of cranes come in to take the wood off and put the wood back up uh, all the intricacies up there the columns are going to have to come off they're going to replicate the columns uh, on that bottom portion the and those are the top tall columns up there that look like they're about 16 foot long or maybe bigger than that but uh, that's going to be replicated um, so we feel as commissioners that to keep the integrity of the building it needs to go back the way it was built yeah uh, and i know there's probably going to people saying, why you spend you know just take it off and put a flat roof on well yeah <laughs> you know that county courthouse has stood as a symbol for this county for how many years you look at all the um, advertising well, the logo that, right the here logo the the, the, you look at that <laughs> a lot of people use that logo yeah for you know visitor bureau tourism you know we have it there's a lot of people that use that and to take that down uh, we may get some comments about spending so much money on this to refurbish it but i think we'd have a lot more comments if we took it down and just put a flat roof up there uh, i would hope yeah i mean the simple fact of the matter is is that this is unique most counties don't have something like this this is something no. that is special and unique to us that nobody else ha we should be proud of, yeah. of what we it, have and that's what brian was saying yesterday the gentleman from um the troy the i guess i'm call him the woodworker um you know he, he's uh deems this as an honor to be able to do this right. for the county because it doesn't happen that very often um and, and so um he's you know jamie and brian did such, such a wonderful job yesterday in, in their presentation that you know when it goes back together it's going to be built with integrity and uh, it'll be something that, you know, it's going to be 150 years old next year. We may have to delay the um, rededication right, of it, yeah. but uh, it'll probably be towards the end of July. But, and we're going to have to give them an extension because their first contract that we had was for 180 days. It was supposed to be done in the end of October. Well, that's not, no, that's not the not window. So we're going to do an amendment to the contract and, um, so it's going to end up being another 270 days from start to finish. So, but it is what it is. 
Well, and you get the impression and, that the people doing the work, they take this as almost a sacred trust. Yeah, and it it's is. It's obvious they love doing this kind of thing and are going to do a good job and, with and that, it. And that was, uh, in the beginning, that was kind of a fear that when they started stripping the paint, started doing this, that we were hoping that they weren't going to find anything bad, but right. I was expecting something bad, oh, yeah. but not, yeah. but probably not to this degree, but um, but it will be taken care of. If I remember right, um, I think Goshen, Elkhart, uh, the courthouse Elkhart there County, is Goshen. the only other place that has a, a tower like this yeah. in their, their courthouse. Yeah. Um, you know, I like I said, it's something we ought to be enormously proud of. It's unique to our county, and and they're and as they're doing work, they've been taking pictures of, of everything that they're doing up there. So at, by the time we get this all done, uh, the I don't want to say there's going to be a scrapbook, but there's going to be pictures that we can give to the museum. So right. somebody from 150 years from now can look back and. Have some record. Have a record yeah. of it, of what it looked like back when it was first built and how how it's going to look at the end of July. So, um, but, yeah, we're, we're going to move forward with that. We're um, in our budget that we, for the rainy day, you know, we, like you said, the $1.5 million. So uh, there's been some talk about that, whether it should come out in special lit or whatever, but it, it's going to have to be. Well, you're gonna have to find it. We're gonna have, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do it. Um, yeah. uh, I, there's there's no choice. Well, I, you know, you got you're preaching the choir here. I've agreed with that from the beginning. Just simply from, you know, I studied history. Yeah, this is this is history this is that is still historical. with us. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about eighteen. Well, the county was established in eighteen thirty six, but. Yeah. Not much after that, you no. know, the clock tower in the courthouse. And, and the anybody, courthouse. and I know a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people spent their lives trying to stay away from the courthouse. <laughs> uh, but if you've ever been in there, I don't know how you can't get a a feeling of a little bit of awe. Oh, yeah, especially the, when the, you go into the, the marble. The marble. The, the and staircases, and you, you're in a beautiful yeah, building. Yeah, when you walk into the old courthouse, it's just... <clears throat> It's awe-inspiring. Yeah. Uh, it really is. And uh, the craftsmanship that they used back then, and that was one of the things that Brian was talking about, you know, we're getting this wood and going through all this process. As he stated yesterday, the wood of today is not the wood of yesterday. No. Uh, no. It, it, well, the environment's different. The environment's things different. Things in the air are different. The, uh, he said the wood where this is coming from, it's almost like on a plantation. You know, they plant it, and then they harvest it, but it's like a crop. They keep doing right. this. And it's, it's. I guess I'm going to say it's not rushed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, oak and all this, you know, here in the United States, get it growing, get it up, yeah. so we can cut it down yeah. and, and put it in the two-by-fours. And when you go into, not going to mention any, lumber yards or anything but you know it, it's hard to find a straight two by four yeah it is <laughs> or a two by six or a two by eight or or any piece of wood it, it's hard to find something straight right and so this is why we have chosen to go with this type of wood and this type of process to preserve that wood now 
the question was asked yesterday, how often do we have to inspect this? Yeah. And they recommended every 10 years. So, and we asked, you know, Midwest, do you guys do this? Oh, yeah, we, you know, we can come. So they'll come back every 10 years, and if there's anything that they notice that needs to be, you know, if you have a corner joist that, you know, might be separating a little bit or, you know, there's a cracker, you know, they're going to fix it. So in the 150 years, hopefully nobody else has to go through with this. But uh, And if there's some things that need to be taken care of, uh, but they're talking about we would probably have to bring in a, some type of a crane again yeah. so that'd be expensive it, it'd be expensive but uh they could he said they could probably inspect that in a day or two and uh, maybe even a day but if, if they find something that is uh, not holding up for whatever reason uh, the, the we can get it fixed and so hopefully in 10 years whoever is sitting in these commissioners seat can can continue to do this in 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 the commissioners in the future, because um, you don't want to, because what's costing us, well actually the one point five plus the one point you know it's almost three million dollar project, uh, I can imagine probably in forty years, oh, it's, man, it, you know yeah. three million today is probably could be twelve million in forty years who knows but uh, but that's that's going to be uh, uh, a key point in keeping the preservation of that clock tower well maintaining it maintaining it that, that's i mean if you key. know you're going to have expense every 10 yeah. years you can budget that well and you know times have changed from when in the past when we had some work done up there and uh, you know some painting and you know sometimes people saw something that wasn't quite right and they'd put a piece of metal over it and caulk it well caulk doesn't last forever and then you get moisture behind that yeah. caulk and behind that tin and the water is going to find the path of least resistance oh yeah so when you start dealing with wood and wood gets a little rotted it's there there you go so um, it's held up for 150 years i'll i'll say that much and hopefully when we get done it'll hold up for another 150 years so but uh, again we we just feel like we need it needs to go back the way it was built well i i would agree with you Thank i you. know there are some that don't yeah uh, there's always that uh, yeah. <laughs> take that a lot easier than i do but uh, you, you get used to you it get, you, you get used to it <laughs> nothing you do it's gonna be okay no, know as, that as, by now. you know there's always somebody that's not gonna be happy with you but um uh, no i mean and i know th- i think we should probably make it clear i don't think there's any commissioner of the three of you that said, hey, let's go out and figure out a way to spend $1.5 million today. Uh, don't no, think that's, that was the discussion. No, that wasn't the discussion. <laughs> uh, that was probably the furthest, furthest thing from our mind at the time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's turned out to be what it is, and, you know, there's nothing that we can do about it but fix it. Yeah, and once again, I think it's something that once the fix is done, I mean – Marshall County should be proud of what we have. It's unique and it's special. And, it, you know, why wouldn't we want something unique and special in our county? Because uh, we, well, we, we are, right? Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we are. Well, and, you know, and I get it. Well, maybe not at that price. Well, it's fine. But you, if, you want, if you want nice things, 
I mean, it's not going to come without a price. You're talking about special craftsmen who are going to take oh, care of this. And, yeah. you know, it's going to be done the right way. That's going, you know, you get what you pay for. Right. Yeah. And yep. so hopefully nobody else has to put $1.5 million we, out. We probably could have saved money by not doing some of the things that we're going to have Brian do, but it would not be the oh, courthouse. It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. So. Um, no, I... Once again, I think you're doing the right thing. I have from the beginning. I was, but I got to tell you, when I saw that scaffolding go up and everything just looked normal, and then they start taking the paint off, and I'm driving by one night, I said, "Oh my god, well, is that even safe to be up there?" It's and, just, and they were very careful because that was lead paint up there. Oh yeah, and they were very careful. I guess there's a solution that they sprayed on there. Instead of scraping the paint, they had some type of a adhesive wasn't tape it was like a big cloth right that they yeah. would just let that sit up there and, and then, then they would peel off. peel that yeah. off and they'd peel the paint so uh, there wasn't a lot of paint chips that fell on the ground uh, which, which is good, which is good. Yeah. so you know they rolled it up threw it in the dumpster and hauled it away so you know there was they were very meticulous about taking that lead paint off as you know, lead paint right. in the house is not a good thing. So, but well, when it was painted, that's what they had back then. And it sounds to me like they're going to be pretty meticulous on how they put everything back together. Yeah, yeah they will be. Uh, it, it, it'll be an interesting sight when they, you know, we've already, I've already had some requests from, okay, I have a piece of the wood. Well, we're, we're going to be very careful on what, how we go about that because right. of the lead paint. Exactly. So I don't think, um, there might be a few pieces saved that we can give to the museum or historical society, but uh, but that decision is going to come at a later time. Right. Well, I know you got places to go. We've but, already extended your time, so. No, that's fine. It's, you're on your own now. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my own now, so everybody can run. Run for <laughs> run, the run, button. Run, run for the radio button and hit the off. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get, it's gonna get dicey from Tony, here on right, out. You, you got a lot of stuff you can talk about. <laughs> yeah, I got some things we can talk about. So, All right, thank thanks, you, man. Rusty. All right, we're gonna take a break here, and before we go to break, we're gonna give somebody a chance to win something. We have right here in my hand. A certificate at the Swan Lake Chop House. It's good for burger and fries on Tuesday evening. Uh, that's burger night at the Chop House out at uh, Swan Lake Resort. And we have a freebie for you. This is a this is a burger, ladies and gentlemen. This is this would be on the best burger tour of Marshall County at least. Um, so we're gonna get. Oh, wow. Call number seven again. Lucky seven. 936-4096. 936-4096. Caller seven going to get some uh, burger stuff and fries from the Chop House at Swan Lake. So, bon appetit. Wasn't the Reese movie, Back to the Future, mm. great fun in the park? Mm. Hope they do it again. Yes! But now they're interested in feeding us in August. There are two different food fundraisers for the Reese. That's cool. Like what? Ice cream and pulled pork. Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Homemade ice cream served at our farmer's market Saturday, August 21st from 8 a.m. till noon. And it will be made with a 
hit and miss engine? Did you say engine? Uh-huh. That's better than the hand cranking process, oh, I yeah. guess. I want to see that. <laughs> well, it just takes a donation to get your bowl of homemade ice cream, and our local Dairy Queen will be matching mm. all donations that day. Did I hear pulled pork, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pulled pork sandwich fundraiser with Bob's Cafeteria on East Jefferson mm. and Bruce's Big Grill. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, August 24th. For lunch from 11 to 1 or supper, 4.30 to 6.30. Isn't that an annual event with the Reese? Yes. Great pulled pork for like 10 bucks? Yes, it is. Ooh, buy tickets at Coffee Lodge or Bowen Printing. Or you can call the man, mm-hmm. 286-2391. You could say we're supporting and pulled for the Reese. Yes, yes, yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. All the way to opening day. Oh, calendar out. Ice cream at the farmer's market, yes. August 21st, mm-hmm. and pulled pork, mm-hmm. August 24th, yes. check. Mm-hmm. Good eating. Thanks, Thanks to the Reese. If you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the pilot news. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. Radio the way it should be. It should be. the listener gives his view here on what's your opinion on WTCA implement. Call now, 574-936-4096, or tell us what you think or text, 574-307-6647. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. Actually, it's just me. Hi there. Just me. (laughs) Got a few other things to go over. Uh, This, well, it's not just in, but it's in. Uh, Hoosier Valley Railroad Museum's got, they they got, I couldn't even begin to tell you how much stuff they got going on. They got, they got new engines coming in. They got, anyway, um, they're uh, going to have the Chesapeake and Indiana Railroad that is donated locomotive number 818 to the museum. Uh, you can see, I believe, I'm going to go and look. I think you can see a picture of this on our website. Yes, you can. It is a, uh, a very good-looking machine. Uh, so, engine number eight or locomotive number eight eighteen is going to be uh, operational. It'll remain in service. 
hauling freight until it is ready for delivery to the museum. So they've got a growing fleet of iconic railroad car uh, engines coming up. They just had, I'm looking for it. Oh, Bob, where are you? They had a, uh, they've had a couple of um, engines come in. They also uh, redid a, an agreement with the Midwest and Bluegrass Rail. Uh, they got a five-mile section of track there that they take people on rides, and they've redone an agreement there. They'll continue to do that. They go uh, from the museum location. It's about a five-mile run out to uh, English Lake. Uh, and they will be continuing to do that thanks to a new agreement that they've made um, with the uh, owners of that rail. It used to belong to uh, the city, I guess, in uh, North Judson, but now they've uh, got a new company. They've got an agreement with them. Um, so you owe it to yourself if you have a chance. Get out to the especially if you're into to railroads and engines and anything that has to do with railroads. It is... Uh, it is a fascinating place to go visit, so you need to come out and see them. It's uh, down in North Judson, uh, Hoosier Valley Railroad Museum. Um, we have a announcement. The Optimus Club has canceled the Pole Pork fundraiser for Saturday. Um, so they will resume those on September 18th. They'll have another one October 16th and November 6th. But uh, the one for this Saturday um, has been canceled, um, and they obviously apologize for the inconvenience. So uh, no, no uh, Optimus fundraiser this weekend, but they'll pick up again on the 18th of September. Also have, don't forget, Mayor's Month of Music, Cornfield Mafia. I was talking to my parents last night. I think you might see a Nixon appearance at this. Uh, anyway, Cornfield Mafia will be out there um, Friday. I won't be. I'll be at a football game, but, yeah, country music fan, go out and see Cornfield Mafia in uh, River Park Square. It's part of the Mayor's Month of Music. Don't forget. I don't. Who could forget? P.S. Dump Your Boyfriend is coming on August 27th. Uh, they have been around a long time. They are a big-time act, so you want to get out and see them. If you haven't, they bring a lot of people with them, too. they got a lot of folks that... Almost like the Grateful Dead. They just follow P.S. Dump Your Boyfriend around. It's a lot of fun, and uh need to get out and see them. Now, where was I? I'm not sure. I think that's about all I have to tell you about right now. Oh, I should congratulate Karen. Uh, she's going to be eating burgers at the Chop House at Swan Lake. Uh, thanks for playing our little game, and... Uh, Thank you for listening. We gotta we gotta get to some stuff here as we head out. So uh, if you hear your name, I'm gonna wish you a happy birthday. That's why we're mentioning your name, and you will be eligible for our drawing on when? Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. I'm moving this weekend. I have no idea even who I am. So this uh, tomorrow we're gonna have our drawing. For uh, four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe, also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. So get your birthdays in here. I don't have any today. Got a couple tomorrow, uh, but get it in here. Also, we uh, have a drawing at the end of every month. It is for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. You need to get your anniversary date in here. Let us wish you a happy anniversary and be eligible for that drawing, which comes up on the 31st. 
of August, last day of the month. So uh, get them in here and be ready to listen to the radio that day to find out if you are the lucky winner of 50 bucks from Teton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. Now it's time for the training post. You can buy, sell, trade, give away four items, four days, four free. As long as you aren't in business for any of those items. And uh, let's go over it. We have for sale two end tables and a coffee table. They want $25 for each of the end tables, $50 for the coffee table, $75 for the whole package. It's oak framed with pastel colored flat stone tops. Um, and so if you want, they'll text you a picture even. Ooh. All you got to do is get a hold of 574-210-0637, 574-210-0637. And like I said, they said they'll text you a picture if you want to see it beforehand. But that is uh, that is what's up in the trading post today. And uh, actually, let me be honest, that's what's up in our show for today. So, make sure that you, uh, where am I going here? Sorry, I'm just doing my job while you sit and listen to silence. Uh, don't forget, we have Thursday Night Lights, sports-wise, coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. We'll talk to all the area coaches about their games coming up on Friday. We also have uh, Plymouth football starts Friday. Uh, pre-game at 7, kickoff set for 7.30. Joe McKee will join me for this season. Looking forward to that as well. Um, but that'll kick off on Saturday. Don't forget, or on Friday. Don't forget the uh, coach's corner on Saturday morning. John Barron comes in and sits with us, uh, starting right after the news at eight o'clock. And that's all coming up sports-wise. Um, yeah, that's all I got for today. So uh, everybody, have yourselves a great day. We will be back tomorrow at nine. Let me tell you who's going to be here. Uh, Reed Gold is going to be here. We're going to talk about some of the stuff going on at the junior high. And they got some stuff going on. So uh, make sure you join us tomorrow at 9. Have yourselves a great day.